Self-Discovery Radio. The discovery of self is but a show away. With over 1,800 shows and growing, we bring you those liberating stories that help you on your own life's journey from every single topic you can think of. The only common denominator is authenticity and being in your meaningful purpose. Come and read our new e-book, plus see our discovery store and what wonderful tools we have for you. Do enjoy our shows and don't forget to share. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening everybody. Welcome back to another edition of For the Love of Music. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest is Kelita. From music to mentoring and coaching. How does that come into play? Well, from her music and her discovery of her own journey, it led naturally into coaching. A journey taken, a journey shared, is that wonderful wisdom and knowledge that you pass on to other people, which enables them in their own journey of life. That's what coaching is all about. We're going to find out today a lot more about Kelty and her music work and her mentoring and her coaching. Um, but also when she wrote her first song at the age of 11. So clearly one of those people that music is certainly running the veins. Uh, she has a, a, a sad side of the story, which we're going to hear about, but it is also very instrumental and on her healing her pain and kind of what made the music even more important. I'm a person who loves music and music is somebody something that really gets into my soul, changes my spirit, lifts my heart, tells our story and music is something that really has such amazing healing and uplifting and uniting qualities. When you listen to her music you'll see that she does speak to this in her songs um, and she dresses kind of where she's at, what we need to embrace, how to do it, and, uh, and it's very, very beautiful and what she does. Um, we have a huge accomplishment here that she has done. She's been around for a very long time. Um, Juno, <laughs> Juno Award nominee, which is no small feat whatsoever. She's a singer-songwriter as well, and, um, and a gifted... Uh, mimic comedian storyteller who presents a bevy of quirky characters um so we're going to discover all of this and where did it come from where is it going what does it mean what does it mean to us how can it help us stay tuned get completely engrossed and comfortable folks here because you're about to go on a ride welcome to the show kelty Kalita, so sorry, <laughs> Kelty. I'm looking at my Kalita. dogs here. I'm begging that my dogs are going to behave here right now. And of course, right <laughs> now they decide they're going to play because the energy's risen. <laughs> so, of course. <laughs> they're carrying and hearing that vibrational music even before the music oh, is right. there, right? Because it's very much Love in it. the vibration of life, isn't it? It certainly is. So music's been in you for a very, very long time. Um was it yeah. the lyric or was it the music? Was it the need to express how you felt through music? Well, if we if we go back even earlier than when I started writing, I mean, I was just drawn to music. And it's interesting because my family, I, was, I grew up on a farm in southern Alberta. I didn't have a musical family, but I was drawn to songs on the radio and then, of course, um, the TV shows. You know, there were, there were a lot more variety shows back then. Yes. And, and and then when I started getting, my mom started buying a few records for me. I think I think one of my first singles was an Anne Murray single. And then, mm. of course, I had the K-Tel the albums that had a variety of the, the hit songs of the day. But I just, um, I loved music and I loved making up my own little songs and and performing, you know, like even when there wasn't anybody to perform for. So I, I, I entertained myself. Yeah, um, de- definitely. And um, and I make a joke, but it's true. I used to, you know, perform for the cows in the corral. I'd sit on a on a on a corral late at night. Well, wasn't really late, but I would, you know, on the a summer night and the, the spotlight, the yard light would come on and I would feel like that was my stage. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know where it all came from, but it started at a very young age. And then um, I started taking piano lessons when I was nine. So then started putting, you know, the music end of things together. But as far as the songwriting and expressing myself, yeah, usually it's the lyrics that have always come first because Mm -hmm. that's where it all starts. Yeah. 
Well, that's the poetry, isn't it? That's the expression yeah. of time, of what's happening in your life at that moment. Right. You know, that's, you know, I find very often that we we relate to songs so much telling our story then we can express our story ourselves um so true the music is just something that kind of diffuses and invites and and embraces and and comforts Mm -hmm. and and it just i think helps people listen so much more so sometimes if you've got something to express to someone and you don't know how mm-hmm. to do it, you know, find that song, right? Find the song that will yeah. express the way you feel. And uh, definitely, I mean, it opens people's ears and hearts an awful lot more. And as to performing for the cows, I mean, I've, I've seen this on, <laughs> on YouTube where, or on Facebook where uh, this uh, orchestra went out, you know, just through three musicians and started performing uh-huh. for the cows. And all the cows ah. from, the, from the field just started coming. And oh, listening wow. to the music. So, you know, let us, uh, you had a great audience right there, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> they appreciated it, I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. as, as animals do, they love actually to be sung to. So, um, and good well, that's good to hear. Yeah, no, yeah. they're very receptive to that. So, natural born lyricists, you know, telling storytelling through music and, uh, um, you know, your, your father died when you were young. Um, yep. so, you know, that uh, at the age of 11, I lost mine at the age of 11, but not in the same way. Oh, and, uh, right. you know, it, and it's, it's, um, a spike in the wheel, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. It's a, well, it's a, it's a huge loss to lose a parent at any age, but as mm-hmm. a young child, it certainly has an effect on you. And that, yeah, after, shortly after he passed away, he, um, he took his life. He was uh, a, a wonderfully sensitive soul, um, and he drank to, to numb his pain. Mm. And uh, the combination of uh, depression and alcohol and, you know, what that can lead to. And so he, um, yeah, left us. And I was, of course, devastated. I was very close to him because I had three older brothers. So, you know, when they were in school and and then my sister, who was younger than me, was born. So my mother was, you know, had her taken care of. So I, I would be with my dad. I would be like everywhere he went on our farm. And so it was very, um, it was devastating when he passed away. And it was shortly after that, that, yeah, I was sitting at my piano and grieving and wondering why there wasn't anyone who could help, you know, help save him Mm -hmm. from what happened. And that's when I began to really express what was going on inside of me. And this song just seemed to pour out of me. It was a very supernatural experience. I remembered the day very well. And I knew that I knew that something special was happening. I knew that it wasn't just me yeah <laughs> it was like something was happening through me mm-hmm. channeling and yeah and probably you know channeling his love you know that's mm-hmm. his way of kind of still feeding you yeah right yeah um and and of course you know as a child one looks at something like that and you go what could you do differently and then there's yeah, the guilt and the shame and the everything else that goes mm-hmm. with it and mm-hmm. you know we all look for for something to kind of escape or something that makes sense and, you know, yeah. some people, it may be writing, it may be art, um, mm-hmm. even, uh, you know, our dances, their expression of it. But For sure. being, you know, the musician, um, you know, it, it, I think it's a beautiful way. If you, I wish, I wish I could play music. I love it, but I can't play a thing. But, you know, to have that. Never too yeah, late, Sarah. No, uh, you know, uh, you haven't seen me on the piano, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an appreciator of it, uh, a real advocate in the audience um but it's it's the way music um as i said speaks to the heart and the soul um and uh, you know sometimes you hear the music first before you hear the words and sometimes it's those words that speak to you Mm -hmm. and they could be you know sung a cappella with no music so oh for sure and uh, it's just a question of uh, you know a thousand people can listen to one song and each person's going to have a different emotion to it and that's the beauty of it isn't it yeah, and a different interpretation yeah. completely. Yeah, where yeah. they're at at that time, and what that song yeah. means to them, and uh, yeah. and I think that's and of course you know the songs that are popular are the ones that kind of resonate to the masses in their subject, 
Um, yeah. And that's the one that really opens up and, and speaks to people. Um, mm-hmm. We're seeing today so many young performers. You know, I'm watching America's oh. Got Talent right now. And we've oh, seen my it gosh, on the voice. Yes. The, you know, there's nine-year-olds on there, you know, singing yes. like Celine Dion. And, and young, I know. And uh, there's also that beautiful dancer there that storytells with his body to the music yeah, which is beautiful and it's like it's like the floodgates have opened up isn't it yeah. with, with uh, yeah. music now and how there is no boundary and and that it's taken yeah. on a totally different um perception um if you've watched the show you see Keshi on there the burn victim who I've I've had the pleasure of interviewing a couple of times oh and no I haven't seen that oh she's you know she was burnt 65 percent wow. of her body after a plane crash and she's just made oh. it through the third round and oh wow and it's because her you know it's not just her bravado you know her courage and her strength of what she's been through yeah. but she pulls all of that into her music a few years ago we wouldn't have seen this right you would have had to had a no. certain look and you know a certain style a certain this and now we're suddenly yeah throwing those boundaries away and say it is yeah. about the music it's not about the packaging yes i love that aspect of it and the quality of people and yes. the the maturity of some of these kids it's just it's phenomenal yeah 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 and it's like where do they get it's not just the talent it's the confidence yeah. it's the the yeah. way they present mm-hmm. themselves you know they mm-hmm. they sometimes yeah. present themselves way better than an adult does and it's like yeah. wow yeah which is very very encouraging for the times isn't it you know of yeah of music being received in a different way and and yeah truly being embraced for what it is which is that beautiful storytelling um as opposed to kind of top you know top 10 top this top that you know the bubblegum music (laughs) yeah exactly no the walls are down you know like the the field is wide open and that's so exciting because people have the opportunity not just to be creative but but for other but to be allowed to be heard yeah now, how has this affected and every your music? Likes to be heard. Oh yeah, I mean, what are you in it for? You're you're in to share your story, yeah. right? It's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you do have the artists that are there. I want the fame, the glory, and the money, and they will be short lived, um, because yeah. those that stay around, like as you know, you've been around a long time. It's the people yeah. that are truly authentic with their music. You know, music mm-hmm. comes from your heart and your soul, um, yeah. and your spirit. You know, not not yeah. with the. I mean, obviously, everybody wants to make money, but you don't do it for the dollar signs. Yeah. Um, no. How have you found right now the, the changes that are going on in the world and the mm-hmm. need for music to be that healing, you know, that, that part of that making sense or having an avenue to heal or to speak out? How are you yeah. finding that as an artist right now? Well, I just what we've shared in the last couple of minutes, I mean, there's just so much... Uh, so much available now you know we hear about I mean I can't keep up with all the artists anymore there's just <laughs> so many people and I do think it is it, it is a sign of where we are I mean you know I mean we're living in a crazy world right now and I think people have permission to be able to express themselves and to be creative and because of what the internet has allowed us we're able to do that and the world is so much smaller because of how we can you know, put things up on YouTube and the airwaves and, and we become, our our world is vast, but we can connect with people anywhere in the world. And I think it, it means that we're coming together, you know, our humanity is coming together and we're accepting uh, different genres. And I mean, there's so many different genres of music now where it used to be so confined, you know, the record companies and, and you know the we- the big wheel that kept it all turning. Now all those barriers are gone, and I just think it's so refreshing and it's so exciting um, that people have permission and they can do it on their phone and send yeah. it to their friend or post it on YouTube. I right. think it's amazing. I mean, I wish that it was like this when I was a kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? um, I, I yeah. interviewed uh, Robert Williams, and he was with the Beach Boys for three years. Oh, yeah. And he said, you know, like watching Brian 
work at the mm-hmm. piano in his creativeness. But unfortunately, right. he got so immersed in his creativeness, and then the next yeah. day may not retain it. And it's you know, I said, imagine if you had an iPhone right then, you know, the, yeah. the magic that they right. would have captured that that wouldn't have got lost. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. we we when we look at technology, because YouTube it's online. Um, Mixcloud, all these other things that you can post your so- uh, songs to SoundCloud, etc. You know, yeah. it just it gets it round to people at a click of the finger, um, yeah. and you you know, taking on YouTube, watching people's reactions, it's uh, it's wonderful for the fact that as you said it bypasses the big wheel that's been in dictatorship for so long mm-hmm. and i think this mm-hmm. is the reason why we now you know places things like the voice it doesn't matter about yeah. the size it doesn't matter about the age it doesn't matter about right. anything it's all about the talent yeah. and uh, and this is what we're finally seeing talent is winning over yeah yeah finally finally thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's it's wonderful to see. I mean, when I was first starting out, I mean, the only way that you could get your music heard, you had to do demos of uh-huh. your songs, and you and you had to hire professionals and go to a studio. I can't tell you how many thousands of dollars I spent on just doing my demos, you know, and then you had to go and shop those demos to try to get, you know, a record deal. It was very very difficult <laughs> right you know so now you just put out a really good youtube and it gets several hits and they're there to sign you yeah um well just like that yeah <laughs> maybe yeah. not but, but you know what there is there 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 is a downside too sarah and that is that music now is a commodity that yeah that ha- that doesn't have a price attached to it and so it it has changed a lot of things because musicians songwriters you know, publishers, I mean, the whole gamut, you know, that there's a large web. I mean, there's, there's no money anymore, right? To be able to make, to make a living, to be able to, to be fairly paid for your creativity. True. And that, that, that's, that's been the, the downfall of yes. the whole thing. Well, it's it's much like um, your writers. I mean, so many people are churning yeah. out now, right? And oh, yeah, the whole publishing industry. Exactly, because everybody's self-publishing, mm-hmm. you know, throw it up on Amazon, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. sell it cheaply. And, of course, what, what they don't uh, they don't realize is um, it's not just put it up there and sit back. It's that no. now you've got to do the whole promoting campaign. You do every, all the work, yeah. Right? And uh, as you know, yeah. it is the podcast that it's getting on any TV show. It's getting on anything and everything mm-hmm. that you can. And if you think you're just going to put your art out there and sit back and, yeah, no. you know, or wait for the knock on the door, no. You know, now it's also yeah. become self-promotion. And so there's it's an awful lot of people that are better out there at doing that but maybe not so great in the yeah. music and then we've got a lot of great talent in the music yeah. that isn't so good at promoting themselves and we're losing that yeah yeah you're right a lot of amazing artists are not administratively right <laughs> um equipped and and there's a lot of people who maybe aren't you know they're not A or B artists, mm-hmm. but they're really good at selling themselves yes. and promoting themselves. I mean, we I've met those. My husband and I, we had when we lived in Ontario, we owned a recording studio. And, um, you know, my husband, he, he would turn people away and say, you need to work on your songs a right. bit more. Maybe you need some coaching, you know, but they believed in themselves so much that they yeah. didn't really care. And they had the money. Right. They had the chutzpah that they... If, he turned them down, and they go somewhere, yeah, somewhere else that would just take their money. And so it's interesting, yeah, the interesting, the different kinds of artists. And I think that's why too. When you we look at, you know, we say, oh, but there's these people that are so talented, and we've never heard of them before. Right. It's it takes more than just the talent. Unfortunately, you right. have to have all those different elements, or have somebody on your team that can fill in the gaps where you can't. But now these days you have to be able to do everything, social media, raise money to do your albums, get it out there, perform, book yourself. Yes. (laughs) You have to wear a lot of hats. Yeah. I mean, Canadians, we always have, you know, we've always had to do a lot. We have friends that, um, you know, that have gone and been part of the LA scene and people in LA are always amazed at Canadians because Canadians have a very good work ethic and, 
wear different hats because they've had to. Right. So, yeah. yeah. A little more multi-talented and, and realize that mm-hmm. if you want to get yourself out there. I mean, this is a game where shows like, you know, The Voice have, uh, have been particularly very good because they've had yeah. artists on there. I've been doing this 15, 20 years. How come mm-hmm. you haven't got out there? Well, it's like, you know, I thought I did. I had this good for a while, that good for a while, but yes, nothing went anyway. And then what I love about that show is mentoring where it's not about changing the person. It's about let's just try a different technique. Let's approach it differently. And it's a renewed vigor and and a different approach Mm -hmm. to the music of falling back in love with it again, tapping into something they didn't know what was there. And you can just see them kind of blossom, you know, and come alive again. Yeah, right in front of you. Yeah. Mm And then, of course, you have the the technical performer, which is being trained, wonderful technical Voice absolutely can't fault, but where's the feeling, right? Yeah. And then you've yeah. got somebody comes out that maybe have a quirky voice, like, you know, the guy with the bowler hat, the 17-year-old that won a few years ago. Right. You know, right. and and it's, you know, a different type of voice, totally different type of star, style. But when he sang, yeah. you felt something. And yeah. ultimately with music today, we're looking to feel, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we are. I mean, music... I mean, we listen to a song from the 70s, and it takes you right back there, doesn't it? Yeah, and I'm a 70s yeah. chick. So yes, a good era to be alive for music, for sure. <laughs> I love the 70s. Oh, yeah. Wonderful music. Wonderful music. Um, and, and we really kind of immersed ourselves in it. You know, music was our expression. And I kind of felt like yeah. 80s and 90s, it became more angst or more, yeah. more tinny. And then kind of now we've gone back more into a robust yeah. feeling of music again, yeah, which is great. So. So, you know, music, obviously, the feeling, the understanding, the need and everything else, you know, how did this kind of slowly transpire into into coaching? Well, I, my music is very personal, very confessional. And so over the years, as I've, you know, performed my original music, um, I started sharing, well, first of all, I'll say for many years, I hid behind a lot of walls, and that had to do with my very dysfunctional, messed up life. And <laughs> that's um, what makes you such a good then, artist. <laughs> oh, I, I know. There's lots of material, right? And then <laughs> I started climbing out of the ditch, um, literally. Uh, and I started to um, share more of my myself because there were there were many years where I didn't really write that personal I was doing kind of the songwriting machine thing you know Mm -hmm. and when I started to get real personal the response that I received from people was was totally different I mean I was playing clubs and I was in country music so I was there to help the club owners sell more alcohol as most club you know clubs that's what they do that's how they make their living and so when I started to really get more open and honest about my story and, and then started writing those real raw songs and started to get the response, that's when I started on a whole new, different um, path. And so then I found myself, you know, continuing to write and share. And what would happen is that I would have other people then share their stories with me it could be right after the concert you know if I mean a little bit of time you know with each person or I would get back in the olden days I would get letters <laughs> and then right. of course and then I had my website which I think my website um, I've had my website for about 17 years so then people would send me send me their stories send me you know how much my music meant to them how much my sharing of my story and my honesty how much that impacted them and let them know that they weren't the only one going through this or that. And that's really where it started. And then and then I found when Facebook kicked in, mm-hmm. then there was that platform now for people to share. And, uh, and you could do messaging, right? So mm-hmm. you could be mess- messaging back and forth with somebody um, on the other side of the world. And that that really is how it's all started. And um, I have walked uh, along several, mostly women. There have been a few men, but 
mostly women, and some of our relationships are going on many years now, and um, walked through some really deep waters. And and I've because of my own healing journey, you know, I've uh, I've been through my own counseling. I've been to um, you know different workshops, and I've gone through twelve step programs. And I've done a ton of reading because it's always been about once I started on the path of healing, then it was self-discovery and trying to figure out my dysfunctional family and addictions and all those things. So I, I've been very interested in psychology and how, you know, what makes us human beings tick and the effects of our childhood and all that. So it's it's really kind of morphed into yeah. into that in a natural way, yeah. and it's and um, very organically, and I, and I very organically, mm-hmm. and I have um, I'm a very good listener, and I think because of all the different things that I've been through in my own life, it's given me a firsthand experience, and so I relate to people and people have found me to be a safe place mm-hmm. and they um I, I think it's it that I have that people they they just feel safe and and can trust that I'm being sincere and honest and and really I really do care Right. So that was a long answer to your question. No, good answer, good answer. <laughs> you know because you know a lot of people Oh, you need to go get a coach instead of you need to do this, you need to do that. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, I, you know, I personally believe the people that have walked life, that have lived life, you know, yeah. I say yeah. I interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And the fact that right. you, you know, you've come through um, the gates of hell and everything else in life, the ups and downs, but you're still mm-hmm. thriving and still loving life. Yeah. You know, that yeah. is, that's what needs it. It's, it's inspiration for invitation. And through your inspiration mm. and honesty, you know, like I still have yeah. my, my challenges. I still have my blockages, but um, this yeah. is how I work through it. This is the technique I've had. I far rather work yeah. with someone who's gone through it, not only has the empathy and the compassion, but also has right. the, you know, the, the understanding and knows which tools to give you. How are you going to use right. those tools, right, are up to you. But yeah, yeah, the tools handed down from somebody who's used them themselves I think it's so much more productive than somebody who's got this some sort of program that's meant to fit all, right? Right. Yeah. And mine, mine isn't, you know, like whenever somebody comes to me, it's like, well, let's see where you are and how we can work together. You know, I don't have, uh, yeah, I don't have a strict regime or. Right. And it's a connection, right? It's it's a question of. Yeah. Oh, it's a connection. Yes. That's. That's that's everything. And well, as you said, if the person feels safe, you know, know, you're about to share your vulnerability with somebody. You want to know you feel safe with that person. You don't want somebody coming back. Well, that's what you did wrong. And you should. All you have to do is this. I don't want to hear. All you have to do is this. It's like, look, this. I understand you. I was there. This was my parallel. This is what Mm -hmm. I did to get out of it. But everybody mm-hmm. has their own journey in life in that self-discovery. Yeah. And all you can do is be the guider, mm-hmm. the mentor, the cheerleader, the, the, the sharer of tools. Yeah. But yeah. that person's still got to go and walk it. And I think a lot of people yeah. look to coaches to fix me. No, all I can no. do is give you the tools to mend yourself. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, ultimately, and I'm sure you know this, is that nobody can do the work for you. It's no still takes a lot of work even when you hide yeah you <laughs> it's be... the work and you have to be ready to do yeah the work you know there's no instant healing here no no downloadable app as i say no quick you know um amazon no. you know uh, healing there but i'm sure no. they'll get into it one day um they're no. in everything but yeah it's you've got yeah. to be willing to invest in yourself and understand yeah whatever age you are and whatever you've gone through in life it took time to become this mess <laughs> so that's you've, right you've got to give it time to unravel yeah. it right <laughs> and and i and i marvel at people who think that they don't have to go back and look at everything if they want to move forward mm-hmm. but i'm sorry yeah <laughs> i mean I don't think there's any other way. You have to. You have to go through and process and allow yourself to feel 
and give yourself permission and find that courage to to be able to have to relive some of those things because that is the only way i have a little saying it and it's this the only way is through mm-hmm. and yeah. it doesn't mean you have to go through in, in the same pain the thing is no. the thing is that is to b- remember and go through mm-hmm. the process without the pain. It's like you're not yeah. through it right now. You're remembering it. And what you, why you're remembering yeah. it is to go through it, yeah. to become stronger on the other side. You don't That's need right. to put the pain coat back on. You've already no. been I there. I mean, you might experience yeah. pain, but, but that, you know... You yeah. don't have to go wallowing in it, you know. It's um, no. if it, the no. what you know when you're through it, when you can look back and talk about the experience yeah. without yeah. any pain. Exactly. Or resentment yeah. or regret or any of that stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, you're so right. We are very much products, not only of our upbringing, but, you know, very much mm-hmm. of our past lives and very totally. much of our environment of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we, I think that what makes you different as a coach is the fact that being an artist who sings from the heart, soul, and the spirit, you're mm-hmm. able to address people's hearts, soul, and spirit, where an awful lot of coaching is purely mm. dressing the head well right. all the head needs to do is give permission to the soul heart and spirit to get into action and then they know what to do when it needs to and uh, it needs to do it mm-hmm. or when it needs to know it and i find mm-hmm. most people get so caught up in the head that yeah. uh, they don't listen the heart and the soul and the spirit has its own intellect allow it yeah. to speak <clears throat> yeah um, I, I totally agree with you <laughs> Do you find sometimes with your coaching, when you've gone through a session, like, oh, my goodness, there's a song there? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, gee. Well, I'm always thinking that, you know. I'm always seeing songs or, or titles. and mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, people's stories. Well, in fact, my um, uh, I'm about to go into the recording studio next week, and I'm recording my ninth album, and, wow. and it's called Everyone Has a Story. Mm. And that's a title track uh, of a song that I've written. But it's this album, a lot of the songs are based on stories. And they're stories that, you know, have come from my own life, but from other lives as well. So I'm always observing. Yes. I think as an artist and somebody who's been through a lot, you're you're much more aware, your antennae are up, yes. you know, on people's lives and their stories and how they are and how they've come through. You're yeah. translator. You know, you're taking yeah. the story yeah. and, and you're putting it into a package to translate the emotion and the feeling of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. A translator. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a good name for, that'd be a good title for an album, The Translator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because I do think that, you know, a, a song and music, it, it's interesting because I recently um, did a couple of interviews with people that do galactic talk, galactic speak, yeah. and mm-hmm. totally fascinating. And, and I have to say, you know, uh, one of the persons been going through me with a session and uh, brilliant because it bypasses my head altogether. My head could be knitting right. and it's you're doing its thing and it doesn't right. need to be there. And it's, right. a, it's a reshift of, you know, the household and the spirit and the DNA of you. And uh, I've interviewed two people who do it differently, kind of different tones. But um, Uh as I said, I'm not a musician, but I I realize the beat of it, the frequency Uh of it. One of them was like the drums and the other one is a little more rhythmical in the way she does it. And I I realize because I suffer from anxiety and depression and the only thing that really helps me when I go through that, apart from water, um, is, is music. Oh, wow. excuse me. We have a musician in the background here, which is the dog going for her thing. <laughs> it's a Frenchie, and there's a breathing thing now and again. It's my, it's my okay. grandpa. <laughs> so sorry about that. No Nobody's dying in the background here. <laughs> you can hear that. This is real radio. <laughs> this is real radio, absolutely. Um, but but one, one of the things I came to a realization after listening to both of them and realized when I was listening to the music, sometimes I'm not hearing the words. Sometimes right. it's just the music. But one of the things I realize yeah. of why I feel so good after it, afterwards is that how music resets your frequency. Oh. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so that's exactly what the Galactic Speak is doing. It's targeting a certain mm-hmm. area. But this is mm-hmm. what music does too. It resets yeah. you. 
and it puts me back into a calmer place. It puts me back into a place where I'm back in rhythm again. Yeah. And, and I realize yeah. it is that, isn't it? That's the thing about music is that frequency and that oh, vibration yeah. that changes everything. That, that vibration. I know when I'm experiencing anxiety, um, I will go to sleep with a guided meditation and I find something that's got that soothing music, yeah. right? Like that spa-like music and it just, all, you know, it just totally calms me and allows me to settle. Yeah, music. I, I, I'm not very scientific, but I know that it's very scientific. Yes, it know, is. It the is. Fre- yeah. The frequencies. And I'm sure you you know and have interviewed people. That yeah, well, that's, that. you know, quantum yeah. energy and things like this is going to come into right. such an understanding of how everything has a signature. It's fascinating. And mm-hmm. uh, everything, every tone, every frequency has a particular, you know, um, yeah. important. You've seen the one with the guy who speaks to the water. And, you know, yells at one water, nice to one water and how it all changes. Well, you know, when we consider we are how much water we have in our own bodies and that, you know, I think the game, this is why music is so important because it it's like somebody stroking you. It's like someone putting their arms around you, someone loving you, you know, and that's it's changing your water frequency (laughs) and calming you down from the inside out. Yeah. And for me, the opposite is true as well. When I hear music that is too frantic and disturbing yes i just can't listen to it it's yeah. like get turn it off yeah i can't stand it disturbing <laughs> absolutely um yeah you know, head bashing i find it very very you know upsetting oh, yeah um, and i did and i i always did as a kid like my brothers would be listening to stuff <laughs> and i just wanted to listen to james taylor and Joni Mitchell. yeah yeah bread was, in america <laughs> yeah right you know and of course you know one of my first songs i ever bought was was paul williams <laughs> and, and oh, yeah but it's which just one, which song oh gosh you know i can't remember now because this remember? is going oh, back he's such a great writer 50 years or something like that but um yeah it, it the thing is about him is that it, his tone was so warm and loving and yeah. inviting and yet he still mm-hmm. managed to sing songs that lifted you up and and yeah. so, you know i think it was sure it was a love song because you know it'd be 14 15 and and everything had to be yeah. about love but it, it's it was yeah. just again a, you know those those arms embracing you which was what his music yeah. was and then of course yeah. as i said with the 70s then you go into the doors and and the lighthouse and blood sweat and tears yeah. and earth wind and fire and yeah. all of that oh yeah, yeah. Soulful. Soulful. And that was mm-hmm. the beauty of that time, you know. And I think yeah. that's uh, it, the 70s was an enormous time to waken people's conscience up. And yeah. this is why we had such great music. And then, of course, we went into the 80s and 90s. And now we're right back there right now where people's soul conscience is wakening. And yeah. I think this is why we're so hungry for more depth, mm-hmm. for more depth yeah, in our fine. music, for more yeah. depth in our lives. Um, mm-hmm. And wanting to get on a different vibration. And Clearly, with what's going on in the world right now, um, yeah, you know, never mind the politics, but we're looking at Mama yeah. Earth being very angry. And, oh my gosh! And you know, with mm-hmm. all the hurricanes, the everything else, and you know, one and of the, the things, the fires. I mean, we've had so many here in BC. For I know. they've had fires since the spring, and it's not let up at all. No. But you know, I have a theory that if um, if we as a human race can come together in in a harmonic voice. Um, a yeah. symphony of love that we mm-hmm. would calm Mama Earth down um, yeah. because I think that she is responding yeah. right now to all this negative yeah. vibration out there. Oh, for sure. So much anger. Yeah. So much anger. So much hate. Yes. So much hate. I don't think we've seen this much hate. Since, no. No. Since I've been on uh, well, especially, you know, especially kind of out of war zone. You can understand in the war zone, but out yeah. of a particular war zone. And it's, and it's like, yeah. you know, it kind of, it's, you know, there's a reason for Trump and, and his people to be there because it's to show us how low we've gone and yeah. invite us to rise up and Andrea's song, Rise Up, right? Mm-hmm. And then inviting us to rise up and step up and be accountable. We are part of the human race. We human don't race. abstain. Yeah. If we don't like something, if we want justice, if we want um, yeah. human love, we've got to step up and be it ourselves. Yeah. Totally. And that, of course, in the coaching, as you know, is that when people find that self-love, they then, yeah. they, then, yeah. they then find the love of everything in life. That's right. That's so, so the key. You mm. know, we can only love others as much as we love ourselves. Yeah. So if you're pissed yeah. off at other people, clearly you need to have a good yeah. conversation in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, yeah. 
And it doesn't mean you can't be outraged by things that are going on, but, you know, it's wish people yeah. a conscience, wish them a heart conscience, you know, that mm-hmm. they wake up to that. And uh, mm-hmm. um, we can put an intolerant boundary around us so that I will not go lower than my vibration. I invite you to yeah. rise higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but And don't feed the angst that's going on, right? Which um, I call it the CNN yeah. effect. You know how they love to stir everything up. Oh, they yeah. do, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. But you must you must see as a musician and as a coach right now how many people are just bypassing all the people so called being the dictators of this and going, you know, your system isn't working, we're just going to step up and do it ourselves. Yeah, totally. And and I think more and more people are they're not listening to the news anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know. And they're yeah, they're realizing that everything that they're being told isn't always the truth. I think, you know, that just like the music and just like the capabilities of what's out there, people are now, because there are more outlets where mm. more truth more truth is being revealed, people and finding and opening up those conversations. I mean, look at what, you know, one bad comment on Facebook can do to, yes. you know, to a, to a food or a... Yeah. Or a or a beverage, or whatever it is. I mean, we the people now have way more power and way more say in what we want or don't want. Well, it's this recent thing with uh, the hurricane, the Joel guy with his church, uh, not opening the doors. And and now he's backpedaling like crazy trying to defend himself. But it's, uh, you know, one one tweet. Well, I mean, look at dear old Donald. I mean, he's, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, in, a, in, a, yeah. in a in a world of his own, for sure. But there, there also lies that accountability, doesn't it? Too though is that yeah. I always say Facebook is one of the yeah. best ways to interact with people because you can have a marvelous dialogue. Um, yeah. You can follow people, uh, and it has a brilliant algorithm that when that's your your tribe, that's the kind of the tribe they keep putting up to the top. If you yeah. don't like what somebody's saying, you don't like them, you can delete the post or you can stop following that person. That's the yeah. free will. But when you decide to actually interact with people, have a, a, a respectful conversation and yeah. support one another, you know, mm-hmm. it is not only vibrationally raising up, but it's also showing you a community where you are not alone. We're all in this together. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it does definitely bring people together. I mean, it can also get out of hand, and yes. there's a lot, it, and it does give people, yeah, the freedom to say maybe too much sometimes. Yes, filter, folks, filter. Yeah, uh-huh. I've come across, I think, at least three or four people, um, even to my music channel here uh, on Self Discovery mm-hmm. Radio, that I have found um, that they posted on Facebook. And you oh, know, oh, you know, I love what you're yeah. doing. Let's let's do an interview, and that's yeah, that's the beauty of it. You have no idea who's listening. Um, no. you know who's inspired by and um, yeah. you know also make sure if you are going to post a music piece that you follow up right yeah don't come yeah. back to it in a month <laughs> yeah <laughs> if people are reacting to you you need to get back that reaction straight away oh yeah and I do I mean, I mean as you know I'm sure you do too I mm. spend a lot of time responding to people yes. you want to keep that relationship and yep. you want to and build it right yes yeah, yeah. No, but, I love it. I'm a very social person, so the social media is right up my alley. It's building your tribe, you know, and they're your support yeah, group. And you'll be tribe. surprised, mm-hmm. you know, like when you when you admit to downtime, so you admit to anything else, I need help, how many people are there? And people say, but yeah. it's only online, it's virtual. No, it's all energy. Everything yeah. that is said or done anywhere is all energy. Yeah. And it could be good energy yeah. or bad energy. It's what you feed it. Yeah, definitely. So obviously, when you have a song and everything, you post it up on all of these medias and and uh, give everybody a, a chance to listen to it. And we've got here on your posting at the present moment two or three of your songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when we do close out the show, we're going to be closing out with uh, Soul Revival, which I really love. Revival, um, good. And you've got Caged Bird and the Strong One here as well for people to listen to. What inspired these songs? Well, the Strong One, I that. That is my signature song. Uh, I wrote it when I was coming out of, coming to that place of finally being able to uh, look at myself in the mirror and say, okay, no more, 
no more hiding, no more pretending. You know, it's it's time. It's time to get real and to face everything and to admit that, you know what, I, I'm not as strong as I might have pretended to be or thought I could be. And realizing that there is strength in being able to admit our weakness. Yeah. And so that song, so many people love that song because of the message, because mm-hmm. everybody can relate. Everybody at one time or another says, I don't want to be the strong one anymore. Yes. And that's the line in the song. So that one, um, yeah, that that was the inspiration behind that. Caged Bird was interesting because I wrote it with a gal who came to me one day. Um, we, we had planned a songwriting meeting, which I didn't do very many of those, but I'd met her and she said, I'll try writing together. She was a writer and I had sung some of her demos for her. So we got together and she was going through all these titles and I was going, no, no, no. And then she said, I know why the cage bird sings. And I went, oh, yeah, let's write that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I sat down at the piano and she sat beside me and with like half an hour or so, I just had, I just saw the three pictures. I saw the little child. I saw the bird and I saw the old man playing the violin. And um, that song, basically, it's one of those songs for that you become the vessel and it just mm. itself. Right? I love so that. That was very yeah. inspired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite yeah. things is to see musicians jam together. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, what comes yeah. out of that is, you know, and if you could ask yeah. them to repeat it, they couldn't. They're so in the no. night. Yeah. And it's Same so, you know, and it's just everybody just playing off each other. And I think that's so exciting because, yeah. it, again, back to that organic, um, you know, moment, yeah. which is really beautiful. And it's great it's when magical. songs come out mm-hmm. like that, isn't it? Just when. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. It's when writers do that, too. They have no idea what they're writing. It's the fingers right. And, you know, it writes right. itself, right? It's almost you step yes. out of the way, which is That's great. Right. Yeah. Do you write yeah. for other people? I have. I have written. Other people have written my songs. Um, I've written kind of like theme songs for people over the years. Um, and and right now, as part of my... Uh, I'm on a pled- platform called Pledge Music because I grab funding for, for my CD. And one of the exclusives is for me to write and record a song um, from your story. So, and I've got one order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody has purchased that, so I'll be writing, I'll be, you know, taking their story and then and weaving it into a song for them. So oh, I, I love doing that. I kind of like those assignments. Yeah. You know? No, that is, mm-hmm. gosh, what a gift that is. You know, it's, it, then it's that person's song. It's their story. And, yeah. And again, watching yeah. it relate to other people. I mean, I've seen pe- authors do that where they write about people, but I've never seen a songwriter do that. I think that's really oh. cool. Yeah. No, it is cool. And I enjoy that. I, I mean, I've done that for people as well. I've done it twice now for people who are getting married. I've yeah. Taken, taken their story and used the melody to um, Hallelujah. Ah, ah, lovely, mm-hmm. lovely, mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. I'm just thinking also what what a wonderful gift to give people like your parents, mm-hmm. your grandparents, an anniversary, taking their story and giving them their yeah. song. What a wonderful gift to do that. Yeah. So, well, I'm open for it if anyone right. wants it. Yeah, no, folks, this is <laughs> this is me. brilliant. I mean, not only are they yeah. they're supporting you and your album, but they're getting mm-hmm. that personal and that personal story, which I think is beautiful. I mean, yeah. giving acknowledging someone's story, you know, in writing, mm-hmm. in music, in some form or mm-hmm. other, is validating their journey. Because yeah. an awful lot of people yeah. look at it and go, "Well, what, what's what's the difference with my journey? I've just struggled like everyone else." Yeah. but it's yeah. like. Where you've ended up in life yeah. is is what yeah. really becomes, you know, like... Sorry, folks had a little drop there. Um, yeah, as I was saying about the, the beautiful thing about telling someone's story is, again, a lot of people think, you know, what is my story? What is my life? How, how is it important to anyone else? And then when mm-hmm. you put their story into music or, or just give them the gift of that story and they look yeah. back themselves and gosh, you know, look at... Look how strong I was there. Look how courageous yeah. I was there. Look at the the ability I had to do that. And I never knew it was in me. And I think that's yeah. the beauty of that self-discovery of just how awesome yeah. we really are, that we yeah. are constantly underselling ourselves or undermining ourselves. Yeah. So many people do undersell themselves, for sure. Yeah. It's a beautiful gift to be able to 
to be able to look back and see where you've come from. And a lot of people just, um, they, they just don't see it. So it's nice to be able to Gift them it. have somebody else. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And very yeah. often we do not see ourselves, you know, from, we see ourselves in a negative perspective. And when somebody else yeah. can see you and, and mm-hmm. see the beauty in you, can see mm-hmm. all that you are and that you contribute to the world, you know, it is a beautiful yeah. gift to show people their own light, isn't it? Because, you know, Definitely. I'm sure you've done that with, with coaching, you know, when you've shown them who they really, you know, they're not, they're not the victim of their past. They're not um, right. somebody else's opinion or judgment. You know, this is who you really are. This is what your yeah. accomplishments are. This is your abilities. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, when you show people yeah. that, that light with themselves, it's really very beautiful. Yeah. 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 Just doing, like so many people, that they don't have anyone that's encouraging them. No. You know? No. And sometimes that's all it takes. A, a little love, to, yeah, a little love, a yeah, little yeah. you know, a little understanding yeah. and uh, encouragement, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's, I think that's, that's where we are in the world right now, right? That we're we're needing that for each other, you know. Um, yeah. I get publicists sending me stuff all the time, and it's that sensational mm-hmm. stuff. I call it the CNN stuff. They just want to stir something oh. up, and I say, right. no, you, you you can give me a problem. You know, everybody's gone through a challenge and a problem, but if there isn't a solution yeah. to it, I'm not interested. It, right. it has to be, okay, I recognize the problem, but how do we get out of it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about uh, feeding the drama. Right. Yeah, and there are lots that love to do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's where music can come in, where it can defuse something. You know, it um, just change mm-hmm. the tone, calm people yeah. down, invite them to listen yeah. in. You know, it, yeah. uh, it can kind of... Just, completely set the stage can't it totally yeah and very very important so the new album when is that going to be out you're going into now to do it so when do we expect it yep going into the studio so it will be available the middle of november wonderful just in time for christmas yeah. folks yeah yes, and it will uh, be. um and again what a beautiful gift that you know you people have just you know by donating they can get a story told themselves and just think about that gift that you can give you know it, it could be a story mm-hmm. of your family of how you want your family to feel right you know it's just mm-hmm. uh there's so many beautiful things you can do there i mean what a what a wonderful gift so for people to to sponsor you on that and to be a part of that program how do they mm-hmm. get hold of you um the platform is called pledge music so if you type in pledge music galita they'll find my posting. And I think the posting is up for, I think it may be another three weeks or so. And then, and then there, then project will be closed. So there is a limited time. Right. And, and, and you can pre-order the CD there as well. And then see all the different exclusives that are being offered, which are, some of them are kind of fun. (laughs) So basically by the end of September, people have got to get, and get in and uh, and and be a part of this, otherwise lose yeah. out. That's right. Right. So get into action, folks. Don't think about it. Just do it. Right. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's actually a brilliant Nike thing, isn't it? Just do it. And yeah, knitting. And you know, yeah, that's that's kind of really something very apropos to everything in life, isn't it? You know, sometimes we just, yeah. you know, we're we're thinking it over, we're mulling it over. It, right? Yeah, just just get out and do it. You, you know, yeah. you know how to put the one step in front of the other, and everything else yeah. you need will happen as you go, right? And the people you yeah. meet and those that will guide you. So it's just do it. Um, just like you do with some of your songs. Some of them you've already kind of written in your head and you put down and sometimes you just get to the piano and there it is, right? There it is. You've got to take action. That is the best medicine. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, we become very complacent and that's really deadly. Yeah. Very, very deadly. Totally. Yeah. So we've got the album coming out in time for Christmas, which is really great. So people can pre-order that and make a great gift to everybody. Um, if you really want mm-hmm. to truly give somebody a gift, get part of the pledge where you can get your own story. What a brilliant idea. And um, and then for the coaching, uh, how do people get hold of you and what are you offering there? You can get with me through my website, com, And um, 
there is an opportunity to uh, fill out a form and we'll have a 15-minute conversation. I mean, it usually lasts longer than that. But, <laughs> and to see if you're, you know, if where you're at, if you're interested in, you know, discussing further um, where we might be able to go as a team, um, it's that easy. And my phone number is also on my website, too, if you prefer to talk voice to voice. Right. Exactly. And your Facebook and Twitter, all of those handles? My Facebook is, yeah, Kalita on Facebook. I have two pages. It's funny. I've got the Kalita, the musician artist, but Kalita Haverland, um, uh, that's my personal page. Uh, There's so much more action there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, because I've got Kalita Live here. Is that... um... Yeah, Kalita Live is my musician page, and then there's Kalita Haverland. So I accept people at both, you know? Right. I figure, why not? Yeah. Right, exactly. And my, my Twitter is Kalita as well. And, and I'm on Instagram. And your videos Kalita for Haver. people to see, um, yeah, um, see you. Yeah, you can go on YouTube uh, or my website will take you to my YouTube channel. Um, yeah. There's only, well, there are some other Kalitas, but it's not a very common name. Right, exactly. And, mm-hmm. uh, and they can contact you through the website as well. Yes, they can. Excellent. So it's Kalita, and let's spell Kalita so people know exactly the right spelling. K-E-L-I-T-A. Kalita.com. It's simple and easy, and then, you know, join up on the Facebook, and then you'll get all the latest music. Yeah. And uh, and again, for for people to be a part of it right now, would you give that uh, link again as well, please? It's pledgemusic.com slash projects slash Kalita. Excellent. If, but but if yeah. It's up here on but the But if posting. you just do pledge music, Kalita. Right, exactly. It will come up. Yeah. Great. Sure. Well, I mean, this is absolutely wonderful. We're going to close out with your song because, you know, Soul Revival. I'm all about the soul. I love right. that. It spoke mm-hmm. to me. So that one's going to be our, our song cl- um, closing out. And, and, you know, you've listened to Kalita here today. You know that she's warm hearted, warm souled and a listener and a carer. So reach out to her, you know, for that fifteen minute um coaching. Um just to see if you are a fit, I'm sure you are, and just take that journey and uh, see how it helps you. And uh, don't forget to sign up for her new CD, which you can do ahead of time. And just listen to some of her past music and videos as well, because um, she truly loves what she does. Uh, she does what she loves, which is very important. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and that love shows. And that's uh, that's mm. what we want. We want that honesty for people. We want to be able to show that yeah. love because we believe in it. So, you know, thank you mm-hmm. so much for continuing to do the work that you're doing and uh, loving what you're doing because it comes out in your well, music. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you for doing a show like this, Sarah. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. As I said, the music shows are my guilty pleasure here. So, <laughs> you know, right here on selfdiscoveryradio.com on For the Love of Music, um, a local artist too, which is wonderful because you're a Vancouver girl. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's just wonderful to see people be true to their art, true to their gift, mm. but then also mm-hmm. looking at a way of how that gift has expanded out into something else and, you know, in the mm-hmm. coaching, in this brilliant idea of storytelling of people through a song. Um, it's wonderful to see that because you're not just resting on your music, you're allowing it to take you down different avenues, which has so mm-hmm. much meaning to, to anyone else that's yeah. a part of it. So that's wonderful. And it means, and it means so much to me. It's, it's truly such a blessing to be able to do what I do. I mean, it, it's, I have been blessed to have these gifts, and I love using them to help inspire and encourage people. Right. And we need that. We need that. Mm-hmm. So keep on, keep on performing. Keep on giving us the music because that's, uh, I think that is the actual uh, complete vibration right now mm-hmm. that is changing the frequency of this planet is the music Mm -hmm. it's how we manage to connect and transcend and communicate and uh, it's a language that you know has no boundaries and so um, keep the love alive for us okay thanks (laughs) so folks remember music is something that speaks to your heart and your soul and your spirit it clears your head it wraps its arms around you it shows you the way and here you have a beautiful musician that's now taking it into coaching where she can show you that same love and that passion 
um, in coaching as she does with her music and she can help guide you along the way go and make that pledge is such a brilliant idea to give someone such a beautiful gift and it funds her her cd you've got a time restraint of that end of september doors are closed on that one you also signed up for her cd that's coming up in november let's support our local artists without their music where would we be so please get out there and support embrace and uh, and join up with anything that she's got going there okay folks so until next time bye for now